Welcome to the broadcast today. Thank you so much for taking a few moments of your time to listen in. I believe what God has for us today will be an encouragement. I know what we are going to begin with today was an encouragement to me. I have a note from someone across the pond, as it were, across the Atlantic in Essex. They wrote to let us know that they accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, and it's an amazing story. I'm going to read this note in just a few moments. Before I do, I'd like to feature the exact tract that God used to lead them to an understanding of their need for a Savior. It's an old standby of ours. It's called, I Have Plenty of Time. Here's one of the amazing things about this tract that we got in. It's one of our incredibly old printings. We have not put out this tract in this exact format in a very long time. The Lord only knows how long this tract has been circulating the globe, and we'll hear more about that. But this tract, I have plenty of time. I'm actually reading to you from the exact tract that traveled not only across the ocean, but back across the ocean to our home offices here in Bloomington, Illinois. It says, I have plenty of time. The front cover points out that a girl we'll call Mary was 19. She was invited to hear me, meaning Paul Levine, preach and to be saved. The people that invited her wanted her to accept Christ. She said this, I don't have time for that now. Besides, there'll be plenty of time for that later. The next night, while he, I, was preaching nearby, meaning Paul Levine preaching nearby, Mary's car skidded out of control and slammed into another automobile. She died instantly. She had said, I don't have time for that now. Those are fearful words. You see, God has a warning for us in Hebrews 9.27. It is appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment. And on the back of this particular track, we have the name of a precious soul from London that accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Now, let me say this before I read this encouraging note that they sent along with it. You can get this particular track. Now, you can't get this printing. This is vintage, the one I have in my hand right now. It's actually black and white. Everything we do now is in full color. But this track that I'm holding right now is from so long ago, it was printed black and white. I'll have to do some research and try to find out how long ago we printed it like this, years and years ago. But they put their name down that they know they're going to heaven, all the way from London, England. Praise God for that. Here's the note that they sent along with it. Actually, I got sidetracked, didn't I? You need to order this tract. You might know somebody that thinks they have plenty of time. See, it doesn't matter, young or aged, 12 years old or 83. You do not have much time. Life is but a vapor. It's appointed unto man once to die, and we don't know the date or the hour. You might need to get some of this tract right now from our website, BibleTracksInc.org. As always, we provide these tracks. Now they're a little higher quality, a little more color on them, a little more glossy paper than they were in times past, but we provide them completely free of charge and we ship them for, for free. For instance, if this person in London would like more of our tracks, we'll send them to them completely free of charge. Now here's the note that they included. This is here in mid-2020 from Essex, London, England. They say, Dear Sir or Madam, I'm incredibly touched this morning as I take my pen to put down these few words as I sit on my bedroom floor. 
I found this tract in one of my cabinets and began to read. To cut matters short, I was touched. They continue on and give their salvation testimony, and they pray that also that God would touch each of us here at BTI for the good work that we do in this world. This track, they say, was given to them when they visited Ghana. Now imagine that. How this track got to Ghana, we'll never know. Of course, we ship tracks there all the time. But they were visiting, I assume their home country, maybe there in London, uh, England. They were visiting Ghana received a track that originated in Bloomington, Illinois, shipped from our offices many years ago, took it back with them. It has been stored in their cabinet for years and years now, and they just happened to read it here in mid-2020 and accepted Christ. Can I tell you that the lifetime of a tract God only knows. We talk about the half-lives of atomic materials and how dangerous those types of things are because they last so incredibly long. Can I tell you, friend, the half-life of a tract? Incredibly amazing. It's absolutely extraordinary that this tract has been traveling that long. They continue to write that they'd be pleased if we can help them with some more Bible tracts, and they're going to find a local church in their area. We're going to help them with that. Thanks so much, and God bless you all. They sign off with, praise God for this note, this bit of encouragement. Can I tell you this, friend? If you don't use gospel tracts, you are missing out. The Lord only knows We'll only find out in heaven. Now, we're working on some different things here at Bible Tracks Incorporated to allow us to do a better job of tracking the response to tracks so that we know what God is doing even in this present world. But can I tell you, we'll never have a clear picture until we get to heaven. This was an incredibly encouraging testimony as I sat down behind the radio microphone this Monday morning. Thank you so much for sticking with me as I expounded on what God has done for us here. We get letters like this all the time, maybe not with tracks this old all the time, but praise God for this testimony. And you know what? You could be a part of what we do by ordering from us. We'll send you tracks for free. We'd absolutely love it if you would be a part of our ministry at Bible Tracks Incorporated. No matter your age, no matter your disability, no matter what personality you might have, everybody can use gospel tracks. If you'd like to partner with us in a financial capacity, we'd love for you to do that as well. You can visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. We need your help. God has been so very good to us. Beyond finances, we need your prayer support. We would absolutely, so greatly appreciate it. It would mean so much to us if you'd lift our name up in prayer on a daily basis. Maybe just a little post-it note. Write down Bible Tracks Incorporated. Pray for us for the money to print more tracks. Pray for wisdom as we dive into the future. There's so much going on around the world, and we want to be able to reach people as efficiently and effectively as possible. Now let's take our Bibles and turn to the book of Galatians. We are progressing at a rapid clip through Galatians. I'm excited about where God takes us after we can conclude our expository study of Galatians. We are in chapter number 5. You can join me in verse number 14. We will be there in just a moment. As we begin this Monday, let's go ahead and do this. For context's sake, let's go back and read the first few verses of Galatians 5. We'll take just a moment here. Galatians 5 and verse number 
1 through 14. Ready? Begin. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you, that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith, which worketh by love. And print that word love on your memory. We'll get there in verse number 14. Continue on, verse 7. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. I have confidence in you through the Lord, that ye will be none otherwise minded. But he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment, whosoever he be. And I, brethren... If I yet preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased. I would they were even cut off, which trouble you. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. And our text today, verse 14, concentrate now, read for understanding. Verse 14, for all the law is fulfilled in one word or one phrase, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. We read back in verse number six, but faith which worketh by love. And we see here again the theme of love. Paul points out the human pen, the author of the book of Galatians to the churches, the letter to the churches of Galatia. He points out that there's no necessity for the law if we but follow one commandment. One phrase would solve everything. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There's no need for all of this legalism, all of this ritual, all of this religion. If you could just truthfully practice that one phrase, love thy neighbor as thyself, everything would be taken care of. Paul is pointing out the foolishness of the Judaizers, those that are trying to tear away the Galatians, these young Christians trying to turn them aside from the truth. He's pointing out that forget the law. There's no point in the law because with love, everything will be taken care of. You see, love doesn't steal or bear false witness, or covet. Love will transform the law's negatives into life's positives. Love doesn't commit adultery or murder. Love picks up the wayfaring man on the Jericho Road, pours oil and wine into his wounds, puts him on his own mule, takes him to the nearest hospice, pays for his meal, his medicine, his nurse, his shelter. That's what love does. We continue on in verse number 14. But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. Paul's pointing out that there will come times, even in a society, in a culture of love, that there are times when we do need to, in a somewhat harsh way, point out fallacy, point out error. But he says, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. See, friend, if we, meaning I, and you individually, personally take responsibility for our relationship with God, we'll have a whole lot less time to judge others. 
now that verse about judge not lest ye be judged is taken out of context in so many different ways. But friend, understand this. We wouldn't have time to judge everybody else if we were actually paying attention to ourselves. Getting the beam, the telephone pole out of our own eye instead of getting the splinter out of somebody else's. Paul kind of makes mention of and illustrates, think of a pack of wild dogs tearing apart prey. Unfortunately, too many Christians act like that sometimes. They tear each other down. You see, love, love supersedes the law. We'll talk more about Galatians 5 in the coming days and weeks. Thank you so much for listening to the Bible Tracks broadcast from Bloomington, Illinois. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.